Hey, peace and blessings to you. My name is Jerry B. I am the Entree Musician, and so are you. And so is this young brother that we are bringing to the episode. I'm going to tell you right now, this is not going to be your ordinary episode. Nope, nope, can't do it. Can't be the regular <laughs> run-of-the-mill episode. Grammy, Dove, Stellar nominated artist from the legendary gospel gangsters. A brother who is true, true, true and shares my birthday. <laughs> this is yes, indeed. Yes, Chili indeed. Baby. What's up, yes, man? <laughs> What's up? Hey, man, you know, praise God, man. You know, praise God for me being in the building. You know, a lot of dudes that's, that's um, been in this game so long um, as we have. Um, you know, I thank God that he has kept me. I thank God. You know, when you talk about being kept in this industry and you talk about, let alone, let aside the music, when you start talking about being kept as a man, being kept as a man of God, being kept, you know what I mean? You know, the father has kept me. And if you want to be kept, you know, they got that saying in relationships. Oh, she didn't want to be kept. You know, if a woman want to be kept, she, you can keep a woman if she want to be kept. It's the same with the father. If you want to be kept, he'll keep you. Life and death in the power of the tongue. You got a choice to make. Life and That's death, you choose. So you either you you either want to be, you either want to stay or you want to go. It's up to you. You got to make that choice. You know, and it's a choice for everybody. And I'm glad that when the father chose me, and he picked me out of the, out of all of my homies in my neighborhood, he could have chose. Man, he could have chose. You know, you know how gangs are, 200 of us, 500 of us. He could have chose anybody he wanted to. But he came and looked down a tunnel of life and said, wait a minute, there goes Shaft right there. Let me go grab Shaft real quick. Let me get Chili real quick. Let me bring Chili in here. So, you yes. know, everybody got a journey. You know what I mean? Everybody. Absolutely. Everybody has a person like you, me, um, anybody watching us right now. You have a journey for yourself. Like, just for you. It's not for the other person. It's the journey that the Father has you on. You have a million people that he wants you to reach on your own. So just know, if you don't give your life to Christ, you don't get born again, you're holding up a million people. Mm. Mm. Of their blessing. You're holding up a million people of getting to know him. You're holding a million people in jail. You're holding up a million people in cage, in jail, by sin, in jail by boundaries, in jail by jail by all that stuff because guess what? You never once said Jesus Christ love you or even open bother to open your mouth. So I'm so happy. I'm so elated to be blessed right now and to be still doing music and to be still thought about and and to still be able to get a microphone and rip this rip stages up. You know, like I'm 16. It's it's a it's right. a it's a blessing, and every day that I wake up, man, it's a it's like a faith explosion. We fight we fight this good fight of faith, man. It's like it's like you know it's like a you know how they say the time bombs when you when you walk in, you know you step on that mine, boom. Right. You, you right. feel me? I every feel day, you, you gotta Absolutely. watch the devil. You gotta watch them minds he's setting for you because he's setting them for you, but you gotta follow the father, man. So. Just off of that, man, I'm just elated just to wake up every day. Every day. You feel me? I can dig yeah. it. And like I said, this is not 
you know, an ordinary episode of The Entree Musician because, yo, we don't get down with monologues like that and you just come and slam it from tip. <laughs> now, you know, you didn't blew all my questions out of the water. <laughs> but I'm so grateful, man, that you're here. You know how we roll when we talk to each other offline. But here's the thing. What yes, I really respect, yes. man, I respect that you are a man of integrity and you're a man of truth and you you've gone over the entertainment mountaintop so to speak at the grammys the dub the stellar you know all that juice and you never change you're just like i'm chilly this is who i am this is where god found me and you didn't let all of that nonsense get to you at all and i'm so i gotta tell you i respect you highly i'm not too starstruck because I talk to a lot of people in the entertainment industry. But I tell you what, right. there's someone who can go from ground zero, go to the mountaintop and maintain who you are, who you've been. Much respect, man. Much respect to you, too, man. Much respect to you, too, because, you know, you see a lot in this business and in this game. And you can see, you know, the, the pitfalls you can see the superstars and you can see the non-superstars all the way. You know how we go from, from, from a lister all the way down to the C lister. You see the whole shit banging and it's up to you. My pastor used to say, she used to tell me this. She used to say, silly. I know how you make your money. I know you sell drugs. I know how you make your money. I know what you're doing. She used to say, but chili, you a businessman. Mm. She said, all of you that sell drugs, you're just great businessmen. Mm-hmm. She said that, and, and you're and you're distorting your gift, and you're 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 a witchcraft worker, because the Bible talks about if you sell drugs, you're a sorcerer. Yeah, so I was yeah. a good I was a good sorcerer, but what she told me is this this was the key that she told me. She said the same mind that told you to go rob and steal and told you to sell drugs is the same mind that can tell you don't do that. That's right. So we always have a choice. You know me right. and. And I think that um, what gave us a level playing field of always staying grounded is because even in this game, man, when you're when you think it's you're by yourself and uh, you know you're the only one grinding, you're the only one doing this, and then you feel like you want to give up. In those days when you want to give up, then that's when a father sends someone and say, "Well, hey, you know what? Hey, that's chilly. Wait a minute." Bro, I've been listening to you ever since I was nine years old, and now I have a church down the street. Would you come in? Bro, I was in the pen doing 10 years, and the chaplain gave me your CD, and this is the reason why I do music right now. So every time we feel like we want to get away, Father, bring you down and give you that evil plan, that, that even plan field and says, like, hey, you know, this is where you at. This is where you're supposed to be. And, you know, the Bible also said, don't don't speak highly of yourself. You let others speak highly of you. So all of these things for us, these scriptures for us, always kept our minds at an even playing field. No matter how much money you get, no matter who you'll be around, millionaire, not millionaire. So when you say starstruck, I understood Jesus Christ is the only superstar for me. You know what I'm saying? And and when it came from the street, from a street standpoint for us, um, we was just like, okay, I might got thousands, but he got millions. He just, he the same dude. He just got more money than me, but he go through the same thing. He might be dealing with less, 
He might be dealing with his family. He might be dealing with everything. Everybody thinks just because you got a whole lot of money, that makes it, that makes it everything okay. You gotta make some things okay. Some, yeah, your address, your car, the way you eat, you know, never being able to starve, but you inside, mm. <laughs> you could be a rich, evil, broken down. You feel me? And nobody knows. I feel it. you. I feel you. you. Know, nobody knows it. You know, nobody knows it. But you be going through the same things that somebody that don't have as much money going through. But the but this is the thing you got in common with both of those. They both need Jesus, and they both need Christ. And you both got to call on the Father to get y'all both out of y'all situation. No matter if you got money or you don't got money, you still have to call on the Father. So the thing about it is that's what kept us grounded, man, was the Father. And, you know, and you know, having so many believers that's down with you, it's like, for us, it's like we had checkpoints. Mm -hmm. You know, like, like for you, you're a believer, baby. I represent yeah. you everywhere I go, even if I don't see you. That's right. So for me to know that Jerry B is a believer and, and, and he's a man of God, loves his family, take it. How can I go out there and do some nonsense? I have to look you in your face. My I have to go back and say, every believer, I have to look them in the face. And I'm not saying we're perfect, but you can't, if you if you get knocked down and you, as long as you look up, you can get up. You get what I'm saying? As long as you look up, you they can knock you down a million times. But as long as you can look up, you can get up. So right. for us, seeing other believers and other pastors and even though we was in that secular realm of things where we was on stages with everybody, you was my checkpoint. You know, you to said know that you're a believer and you're rocking. Absolutely. And you, I you represent know, you. You hit something right square on the head because I think something that uh, may be not as potent in the kingdom as it used to be is the accountability factor. You know what I mean? For you to say that I represent you, you represent me because we're here together as believers. I think that uh, there's an aspect of that that has gotten lost. And, you know, I heard it creep into the kingdom just a couple of years ago. Well, don't judge me. Don't judge me. Well, no, I'm not judging you, but, you know, I can call you into an accounting of, look, this is not the fruit that we represent right here. This is who we're supposed Thank to be. Thank you. That's not like I'm condemning you because only the enemy condemns. And Romans 8 right. 1 says there is no condemnation. So I'm not condemning you, but I'm saying this is how we represent it. We represent each other. We represent ultimately the Father. So you hit it on yes, the head. Yes, yes, indeed. I, I mean, in everything, even, even, you know, you got musicians out there that don't do gospel hip hop or don't do gospel music, period. They might be jazz artists or whatever. Yeah. But you'll talk to them dudes and they be so into the Father and, so go to church and you 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 wonder why they're so meek and they're so calm and they're so cool and they're not doing what everybody else doing. I, I went I, I went to um I went to Ohio and we was doing a song with Boosie. I got a couple of songs with Boosie Collins, um unreleased songs, Boosie Collins, I still got right now. And it was the thing, we went we went we went to the club. Because they want him to go to the club. So he said, man, um, man, y'all want to go to this club with me tonight? Uh, we just going to go hang out. And I'm like, all right, let's go. Right. So we go to the club. So we go to the club, man, and we just chilling. So mm -hmm. I noticed that, like, all the other people that were there, Boosie never took a drink. He never, 
remember this is my first time like really meeting him because we happened to be his favorite artist didn't know it we went to do some anti-gang stuff in cincinnati and this little lady come behind us and she said somebody want to meet you and i was like huh nobody know i don't have no family out here you know and then she was like yeah you got family out here somebody really want to meet you guys so right. guess who comes in the back boosie comes in the back and and we, you know, everybody, sample Boosie, listening to Boosie, everything. And we happened to be in the same spot. You feel me? And the thing about it was, he was a believer. He became a believer. Yeah. yeah and he said, absolutely. you guys are my absolutely. favorite. You guys are my favorite group. You feel me? So I noticed that when we went out, he didn't drink. He didn't smoke nothing. He didn't do anything. He sat there. He enjoyed the people. He talked to the people. All in the midst of the whole club. Yeah. But yeah. the thing about it is, like you said, accountability. By me being there, him being there, we was we was we was checks for each other. You know what I mean? We were checkmates for each other. And yeah. a lot of times, that a lot of times that's good and that's what we need to be. Like you said, Chili, you should be able to call me up and say, Chili, that don't look good, brother. We might need to reframe or change. Why? Because I represent the body of Christ. I represent something solid. I represent something good, you know? And we ain't talking about it some old crazy religious way. We talking about just how the father is. Just you know, we talking about relationship. Yeah. We're not talking about religion. We talking about a relationship with the father, a relationship with your brother. You know what I mean? That's what we talking about here. We ain't talking about religion. So kick that out the door. We're talking about relationship. And that goes to anybody listening to us, seeing us right now. It's about the relationship with God. That's right. Period. Absolutely. Now, maybe we can start the actual interview. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know why? Because, you know, I, as, as you're talking, because we, we can go in and you know how we get on the phone. And yeah, we, 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 know we don't we do it often, but we go in. Now, right, here's right, the thing, right, though. Right. It's interesting because, you know, I have to maintain that some entrepreneurs musicians on this podcast or from this platform may not be aware of who the legendary gospel gangsters are right okay and the second thing is they may not be aware of who you are and your story so if we can go back okay. to square one and you just tell your story as deep as you want to go or as light as you want to go i know your time is valuable and whatnot but just go in and introduce yourself give your testimony tell your story and, and, and then we'll talk about why gospel gangsters are so relevant, the things that Camp 8 Republic is doing right now, and then your new venture that you're on. So let's just go back okay. to square one real quick. Can we all do right, that? All right, for sure. So, so, so check this out. Let me meet y'all, re-meet y'all all over again. Word. You know, my, name, my name is Shaft. You know what I'm saying? My real name is Shaft. I'm Chili Baby from the legendary gospel gangsters. We are uh, pioneers that was around when gospel hip-hop first kind of begin we we like the second wave you got you got soldier for christ you got dynamic twins you got all of these guys that was before us but when we came we was the first guys that came from the west coast from the gangbang era and really put it down you know my, my my dad was a live pimp uh rest in peace my mom you know what i'm saying she was she was a street lady carried guns so i so i came up in a, in a rough environment not even just that like my family, my house was a rough environment. You know, my mom did drugs. I sold drugs. My daddy sold drugs. My cousin sold drugs. My uncle, that was just my, that was just my upbringing, you know, 
all the way from, you know, all of us. We want to be that tough guy in the streets. So I was that tough, tough guy in the streets, you know. Even like now today, I got stripes in my neighborhood. I was one of the original dudes that sit down in the living room and started my crib neighborhood. You know, I'm one of those dudes that started that. So, you know, I've, I've been through a lot. I've seen the sectors, sections of the game. You know, I've seen that. So any any of y'all that's game banging out there right now that's listening to this or into any type of selling drugs or anything like that, I done been through it all. I mean, when I say all, been through it all. You know, I done, I done took Sherm before. I done sold cocaine. I done sold heroin. I done put guns in people's mouths. I done stabbed you. I done did everything under the under the under the sun to do to a person. You feel me? And, and but this is the thing. God had to call me. God called me, and I had to answer. You know, and a lot of times, God called us and we don't answer. You know what I mean? So I was out there gang banging in the streets and everything. And Mr. Solo, that rest in peace. My homie, Mr. Solo, rest in peace. He was from my neighborhood too. He a gospel gangster too. He's the reason why that I'm saved today. Is because he used to come to my dope spot after he got saved. He would come into my dope spot. And those are my best friend, my brother, my best friend, like everything. Mama raised me, everything. I mean, even some of his family members don't even know that I'm not their real cousin. Like from growing up as a little kid, I'm I'm all they know. You know what I mean? So it's like that's how deep we was in with each other. So when he got saved and left the game, I was mad because I felt like he was my eyes in the back of my head. So now if somebody shoot at me, who going to watch my back? Who going to do So I got crazier. I got more wilder. I start drinking more. I start shooting at people more. I start acting out in school more. It's just escalated and escalated till it was just out of, out of, I mean, like off the Richter scale. So he would come, pick me up at my dope spot, drive me around the corner for maybe a mile or so in the neighborhood, minister to me, come back and say, now you want to go to church with me? I say, nah, Solo, that's for you. You know, I'm out here selling dope, bro. You do your thing. You know, it's good. That's a good thing for you. And he kept telling me, you see how the Lord has changed me. Look, bro, no more killing, no more shooting, no more this. Look, bro, he has really changed me inside. What's inside is about to be changed my outside. And he's just telling me, he's telling me. And I'm sitting and I'm thinking, I'm thinking. But you know how they say it going one ear when your mama tell you something or your daddy tell you something. And they go out to other, you know what I'm saying, on to somebody else. You know what I mean? So that's how it was for me. And then one day the father called me because I got in trouble. I, um, it was my birthday. Some girls moved in the neighborhood. So I'm like, okay, the females in the neighborhood, I'm a baller in my neighborhood. I got jewels. I got money. I got cars. I got, and I'm only like 17, 60, but I, I got a house. I'm balling. You know what I mean? I got so I say, man, you know, I'm gonna mess with the girls, man. I'm finna go hang with the girls. It's my C day. I'm finna go hang out. All the crips around. We all chilling. You feel me? I go to I get drunk, man. When I say drunk, I mean drunk to where belligerent to where I could almost not see straight. And my neighborhood was everything to me because my mom was on drugs, like I told you. My daddy was a pimp. So I was raised by the neighborhood. I was one of them dudes that I go to your house, Jerry B, and call your mama, mama, and your auntie's mama, and your uncles, because I didn't have that. You know what I mean? I didn't have that. So I was one of them kids that were, that grew up with everybody else's family except my own. You know what I mean? So 
So so when I went over there, I had a bowl full of weed, like bowl, they called it chronic back in them days. A bowl full of chronic and then joints on the top, fifths of fifths of uh, alcohol. I would pour it all together and mix them all together. E&J, Hennessy, JB, uh, vodka, gin. I would mix them all. The, that's when 32 ounces first came out, the 32-ounce drinks. They first came out. I would mix that all together, put it in the freezer until it get cold, and I would sip it with a straw. Mm. So imagine the evilness that was coming out of me drinking that. You feel me? So I'm over there. I'm drinking that. The girls in my neighborhood was everything to me because I didn't have nothing else. So some dudes walk in the house, other gangbangers, they start talking, oh, where you from? This, this, and that. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, you standing where I'm from. You, that's, that's what. So I'm so drunk. I get into it with them. I start and I get into it with them. I'm, I'm fighting them. I pull down their refrigerator. Uh, I, I pull down their uh, fish tank. I broke the table. I'm just going crazy. So guess what happened? Everybody in the whole house jumped on me. Gotcha. Everybody. My homie came. He fought with me for a minute. And I went back. I left. I'm so drunk. I'm not knowing stuff is missing. I get home. I wake up the next day. Hangover. First thing I say, I'm killing everybody. You know, whoever blank blank was over there, got to go. Whole house. You feel me? I don't care if they just moved. It's my neighborhood. Whole house. So I call a couple of the homies. I call one of the homies. The homie tell me, like, man, this happened yesterday. This, homie, I had to pull you away. I had to bring you this, this, and that. And I'm like, look, bro, I'm going to kill everybody. If the goldfish move, they got to go, too. Like, I, I got my strap. I'm ready to go. Look how God set me up, though. Guess who called me? Solo. What's up, little bro? Love you, little bro. Jesus love you. What, what you got going? Wow. I was like, man, you know what happened to me last night? Yeah, I know. Let me take you over there, though. I'm like, nah, homie, because you go to church. For some reason, the Holy Spirit hovered, bro. And I said, okay, you can take me. Usually, I would have hopped up, got in my car, left, went over there, bang, bang, bang. I only lived up the street from the spot. Bang, 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 bang. And kept it moving. You know what I mean? But I allowed, for some reason, the Holy Spirit to intervene. I said, okay. And then when he took me over there, everybody, because he was a fool himself. So he was a tyrant to the neighborhood. I mean, like a real tyrant. Knockout artist, all of that. So when they seen both of us coming up the street, everybody started locking their doors, locking their windows, everything. Like, oh, my God, these dudes finna. And I simply got out and I said, anybody seen my money? Anybody seen my, my jewelry? Anybody? Because the devil will rob you, right? So the devil robbed me. I'm, 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 I'm in his section, so he robbed me. So I'm like, where's this? Where's that? Where's... And the mama, she looked out the top of the, the window. Oh, baby, ain't nothing here. Ain't nobody here. I hope you ain't coming to do nothing to kill nobody. It's nobody. Everybody's gone. I'm the only one here. You know, this. and she didn't have to talk to me, and she still talked to me. You know what I mean? So after that, I walked away, and something just said, okay. I walked away and said, man, that's crazy. Usually I'll be flipping out. Show you how the Holy Spirit still hovering. The solo praying. He's standing there praying while I'm talking to the people. So we get ready to walk up the block. He say, man, you want to go to church with me, bro? Like this ain't, you know, you're going to wind up in the pen for killing somebody, this, this, and that. 
The devil trying to take you out. Can't you see the onslaught? What he doing? Look at the sessions of your life, bro. Look how it's going. Look how me and you used to rob people, hold people up, shoot at people, and, and you know, kidnap people and all that crazy stuff. Look, look, look what we used to do, bro. Look at me now and look where you at now. So that was a pivot in my lifestyle, in my life. So right then I said, you know what? I go to church with you. It was a Wednesday night, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I go to church with him. And, you know, we all got that story like the pastor was talking to me. Listen, let me tell you, I could not wait until he said something. Like, come up here. Eat something. Nobody didn't have to grab my hand, push me, tell me let's go. None of that. I knew that it was detrimental for my life. And that's why I tell people, listen, especially for California. If you live in California, you don't know the Father, you don't know God, you live in a dangerous life. So I was living a dangerous life, brother. And then I went up there, man. I, I, I said the sinner's prayer. You know, I asked, you know, the Father to come into my heart to save me, to fill me with the Holy Spirit, you know, to take all the, all, the, all the emptiness away, take the anger away, take the bitterness away, take the tears away, take the being mad at my dad away, being mad at my mom away, just to take all this stuff I had me inside, to take it away that I didn't want it anymore. And when he did that and took it away, man, it was like a lift. It was like a weight lifted off my shoulder, man. It was like being a new creature, just like it say. You know, once you, once you, once you confess the Father, you become a new creature, man. It was like I was a new person. It was like I didn't even feel the same no more. You feel me? And 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 because I didn't feel the same, you know, it was like it was like dying to self. Like my old self died, and God gave me a better tomorrow. You feel me? And, and that's what it was for me. He, the Father gave me a better tomorrow, man. And 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 then when we went to church, um, TikTok got saved first. He was a blood, so it was two bloods in the crypt. I mean, Solo got saved first. TikTok, TikTok came in simultaneously, and then they they came and got me last. So I was like the little, I'm the younger one, you know, the knucklehead. I come in last. But the Father did something with us, man. When we went to church. And we was already rapping in the world and stuff, but you know, we didn't like church rap because we thought it was corny. You feel me? So we heard the dudes rapping church. We was like, man, this is whack, bro. The homies <laughs> in the hood ain't gonna, they're not gonna wanna sit up and listen to this. You feel me? They, you know, you talking about Easy E, you talking about Ice Cube, you talk, and they're not gonna wanna listen to this, bro, because I don't wanna listen to it. How you gonna get somebody born again off this? No way. So my brother in law was like, y'all need to try. Y'all type of way, but with the gospel. Man, Solo looked at me. We looked. Next thing you know, bro, we went home, and it was Friday night service. So since we got saved and we were so bold for the kingdom and for the Father, our pastor, she let us run youth service. Right. Because she was like, no, nah, y'all can run the roof service because y'all going to bring the youth in. Y'all, y'all, y'all testimony, y'all words gonna bring. So we start running youth, the youth night every Friday night service. So we will only make songs for that. We didn't care about getting a deal. We didn't care about being known. We didn't care about getting no money. We didn't care about none of that. We cared about people walking away from the lifestyle just like we walked away from the lifestyle. Yeah. So it's it, you know for us our whole career and our whole thing it's always been about the souls because that's what we were taught. We were taught. We need souls, man. Somebody need, and plus we want to see somebody not cry no more. We want to see uh, a, a, a mama save her black dress and keep it in the 
keeping in her closet for somebody else and not for her son because I shot him or he shot me. You get what I'm saying? So that, that and it grew, it started to grow because other churches start to say, hey, can we bring our youth over there to you guys right now? Every Friday, can we do that? Because man, so this, this is what's so cold. The game bangers and the G's used to pull up in their six folds and they regals and everything. And they would just sit in the parking lot and listen to us from outside. So when it was over, we was able to go outside, chill with them, and minister to them. So next thing you know, they start coming in, coming in, they start coming in the service, putting up their guns, putting up shotguns, putting up nine millimeters, putting up Uzis, put dropping knives at the altar, you know, this, this, and that. All because of the testimony. So trust me, when you give your life to the Father, it's a testimony. You don't have to be a game banger. You don't have to be that. Whatever you are, whatever he saved you from, it's a million souls he's waiting for you to go talk to. You got a mouthpiece. And it might be just the simplest thing is Jesus loves you and he can work it out. Yeah. It might be the simplest thing is can I pray for you? You don't have to push it down their throat. Just, the, just your lifestyle and the way you carry yourself. And that's what it was for us. You know, it was like, you know, here go some dudes that push the gospel real hard that say, if you say don't go in that neighborhood, that's the neighborhood I'm in tomorrow. Because I was bold for the father. You know, I felt like I was willing to die for the devil. I'm willing to die for the father. So if I'm going to go, I'm going to go this way. I'm not going that way. Yes, sir. You feel me? So if I'm going to go even today, I still got the same sense. If I'm going to go somewhere and minister to the, in the penitentiary or, or anywhere on the streets where they got guns and they got knives or whatever it is, if I'm going to go, I'm going to go that way. I'm going to go all out for the Father. I went out for all out for the devil for so many years and was a superior soldier for him. So the least I can do for the Father is be a superior soldier for him. My Lord. My so Lord. once we started, so once we started the group, it wasn't even gospel gangster. It wasn't even gospel gangster. The, the, um, that was solo name. Solo name. I was Chili the Demon Record. Solo name was Solo the Gospel Gangster. So what happened was is that we start doing shows and people start saying, that go to gangsters. That go to gangsters. That go to gangsters. Because we was known being the born again gangsters. We'll go everywhere, any town, any city, anywhere, any place. We was like David. You know, we was like David, bro. We got them smooth stones, that word, and we're going to shoot it at you. And we boldly to speak it. You feel me? So after a while, we looked at each other and we said, man, we should just start saying the gospel gangsters, man. Everybody call us. You know what I mean? So after that, everybody started calling us the gospel gangsters. So the name came from our lifestyles and the group itself. And because we were so bold, you know, and we was bad news gangsters, man. Gospel means good news. I'm just a good news gangster, bro. That's all I am. I'm not going to bring bad news to your bad news to your door anymore. I'm going to bring good news to your door. You feel what I'm saying? And, and I'm going to bring good news on the records, you know? And that's what where it came from. And then after then, bro, we just, it just you know, we weren't even looking for a deal or anything. Like somebody seen us at, uh, um, at a show. And after the show, they was like, man, y'all got some lawyers or something? Like, y'all, we was like, what you talking about? Like, man, like, I'm from this company and this, this and that. And I would love to sign you because we had travel for a couple of years with no tape, with no CDs, with everybody that was 
Yeah, everybody had tapes and CDs. Look, everybody that we was with had tapes and CDs out in the market. No, touring and everything. We was just these local dudes. We was just these local dudes that cared about souls, that cared about the father because he cared about us, and we wanted to be the change and not just tell people. You know, we always tell people, man, you need to stop this, you need to stop that. Well, you need to stop it for yourself first. You know what I'm saying? You be the change, and once you be the change, somebody will see the change in you, and then there be the change. But if you ain't, if you ain't, if you ain't uh, uh, walking what you're talking, you know, that's cripple. You know what I mean? You know, if you ain't walking what you're talking, you cripple. You know what I mean? So that's 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 you know that's a testimony, man. That's my that's my testimony. The father saved me, man, from selling dope and saved me from shooting at people and and. Uh, robberies and just everything anything you could think of you know i could i was a real crip man i didn't never wear red nowhere I, I it was just a a thing you know it was just embedded in me bro don't wear red don't wear this i couldn't wear a stripe i couldn't be in the same room with you i didn't care if you bang or not bang i'd be walked over to you and be like hey bro you're a little you're a little bright up here you need to take that off wow. you know what i mean wow. and because when you grow up in la it's them lifestyle because you got blood that's on the other side of the on on the other side of the track. That's the same way. But as I got older, I understood that you have to grow up somewhere. So when God starts showing me, like, hey, you know, y'all go to jail the same way. If you do wrong, you do it wrong. Yeah, you know, you a blood, he, you a crip, you doing wrong, he a blood, he doing wrong. Y'all gonna go to the same judges. You gonna go to the same jails. You gonna have the same lawyers. You're going to be trying on the same cases. They're going to do the same thing. They're no different. They just grew up somewhere else. That's it. So once I got that mentality, I was able to be in those rooms. I was able to be comfortable talking to Bloods all day. You know, and it's crazy what the father did to me. It's like he always hooked me up with, with a blood. Like, no lie. Like, I could be anywhere and I'll always meet a blood dude. Like, and we'll always become... Like, the closest friends would be cool. That's because I know what the father was trying to take away from me. He was trying to take the anger and the, and the bitterness away from me, the deceitfulness and the ignorance. He was trying to, you know how he say, he wink at you in your ignorance? He was winking at me, winking at me in my ignorance. And, and at the same time, he was using all of my obstacles and all of that to, to, to develop me and to, to develop me to who he wanted me to be, to put me out there to represent him. And that's why I go so hard, bro. Yeah, you go hard and uh, that's what's absolutely needed because the enemy goes hard and you have to like step up and toe to toe and you are a warrior, man. And, and I thank you for sharing that, you know, there's so many uh, wonderful um interviews that uh, people can watch on the gospel gangsters and get to meet solo the man that he was and hear his testimony as well i just want yes, you know you to just uh drop what happened now we know we lost him he's in heaven uh went to be with the yeah. lord in 2020 you know um, yeah and so um i know that um TikTok, he had left the group prior to that um, yet, yeah. um, I want to know what the state is of the gospel gangsters. Now, do you plan a relaunch? You got camp eight, you know, on the rise. What's where, where man, are we man, right listen, now? The, the gospel gangsters ain't never going nowhere unless I go. 
once, 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 once. Now, the homie TikTok, he's been in the pen. He got life. He in there. He do ministry in there. Everybody got their up and downs, but he's been in there for 20 years, bro. He's just, he just, we hoping he come home. I talk to him every couple weeks. We get a chance to talk. You know what I'm saying? And he doing his thing. But as far as the gospel gangsters, man, we here. We ain't, we ain't, I'm not going nowhere. I got to be taking off this earth for the gospel gangsters to stop moving, bro. As long as I can do this and I got limbs and I can move, it's cracking yeah. for me. You know what I mean? And and, do, and, and and Solo, and Solo, man, he left a legacy. You know what I'm saying? He he was a great leader, and he left a legacy for us to live by, a legacy for us to go by, like, all these years. So in, 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 in honor of him, in honor of his family, in honor of his kids, man, I keep this moving and I keep this pushing. You know, I keep the gospel gangsters relevant, you know what I mean? Because, you know, after all these years, the father kept us relevant. You know, it's a lot of groups that back then nobody talk about, nobody look up, none of that. We still one of those groups that pioneered that people say, man, these dudes still get down. These dudes still got it. So that's why you will always see Chili Baby Gospel Gangster Music. But as far as Gospel Gangster's music, I got some songs that I'm going to put out that I got with me and Solo. And um, the stuff that I have with me and him, I'm going to put that out. And then we working on far as Camp 8. That's my clique, you know what I mean? That's my guys, Red Bree, Ion, Terry, you know what I mean? When when Solo passed away, they didn't leave my side. They stayed by my side, and um, they held my horn, They held up my arms when I was weary, you know, like, yeah. you know, like I was Moses for them, and they held up my arms because they knew that I was hurt. They knew that I was, you know, struggling, like, man, like my boy gone. Like, how somebody that you do something, you, 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 you sleep with from a kid and y- y'all do everything together, the same jobs, you get married at the same time, get the same shoes, I mean, go through everything, and then all of a sudden, he's gone away. You know, when he passed away, man, I walked for like two miles, man. Um, I walked for like two miles, bro, Um, just crying, you know what I mean? And um, so, you know, he left a legacy for us, so I want to keep that going, and the father want me to keep that going, because there's still people that need to be born again. Still, people that need to be saved, you know what I mean. So Absolutely. I'm still reaching a million souls, you know what I mean. So, and that's so what we at far as Camp Eight, yeah, new albums and everything from everybody, man. Well, I appreciate you sharing that. Now, you know, you you did uh, prompt a, a question on, um, you know, the pioneers that gospel gangsters are. Uh, about ninety four, so ninety one, ninety two, there was that little. Oh, okay, here's an attempt at gospel rap and it was just flatline it was just vanilla so you guys really brought the salt and light into the game for real made it a harder edge now what is the state of gospel hip-hop here in 2023 is it rolling just as strong or is it something that's man listen phenomenal listen man we're everywhere we're everywhere it ain't nowhere in the united states in the world where one of us not gonna pop up and say jesus christ is lord we're so bold out here. When we first started, bro, it wasn't the internet. You know, if you seen us, you had to come to the show. <laughs> you you from the old you know how it was. If you didn't have the CD, you come to the show. It wasn't, you couldn't just get on. I call them microwave rappers. You couldn't just get on, <laughs> just get on the computer and say, I rap and press a button. And now, now you know, now, now you heat it up. Now you hot. You think you got a hot rap in 30 seconds. And now you rule the world. When for us, we had to go from spot to spot, state to state, city to city, 
for us to even grind. We got picket. We used to get picket. No gospel rap. No gospel this. Now, bro, we're strong and we're everywhere. And the music is hard. The music is tough. You can go any on any any platform right now. Mostly, you're gonna see somebody that do gospel hip hop. It's gonna spring out from somewhere. It's just we're we're everywhere. So I so I tell everybody this. You might as well join us. Stop running from God. You might as well join us, bro. You might as well come over here and get some of this goodness he got for you. You know, even though you sing, you rap, you do whatever you do. Come get that goodness of God, bro. Absolutely. It's well, over here just, for you. He waiting on sent, you. you. You're right. You're right. But you just sent me some music, man. And uh, I'm telling you, it's fire. So that's coming that's from exclusive, the camp. Man. That, I mean, that, like, hey, that's exclusive. That's oh, so that was just that was just Jerry B right there. That's not for public yeah, consumption. Yeah. So, 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 you know. so listen, what it is? No, listen, what it is is like I came out with a cookbook, right? Because I'm a chef too. So I came out with a cookbook. So with the cookbook, with the cookbook, you get um, you get the album. That means so you buy the cookbook. Yeah. So you buy the cookbook and then you get the album for free. Free. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's the one I'm rocking because nobody really buy music no more. So I'm like, hey. Man, that's a good my bundle. New CD. Come check that's out the a, new CD, man. Come get the bundle. You know right, what I mean? That's so a great bundle. Next, next I'm going to do um a French fry book, and then after that, I'm going to do a, a, um, a, a sweets book with sweets in it. So, man, you know, it's been a it's been a journey for me. You know, man, the father been blessing me. He been, um, you know, putting me in faces of incredible people like yourself, you know, man, to be able to Expand the kingdom, expand the gospel, and just to keep moving, man. You know. Well, it's a it's a great book. I tell you what, uh, from the streets to the kitchen is the name of the cookbook, and it it will make you yeah. hungry. Now, here's this is the only thing that I was kind of disappointed about because the music was flat, but there was no sandwich. You know, it's like <laughs> these, how come the brother couldn't download me a sandwich? <laughs> Cause it, hey, I mean, hey, it looks hey man, absolutely you, man, I delicious. Cook, I want to cook to your house. Hey, 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 for you, man, I want to come to your house and directly cook for you. Man, well, you're yeah, welcome yeah, anytime. You directly cook for you, man. You talked about Ohio. I'm right down the street sure. from Cincinnati. You know, we're five <laughs> hours from Cincinnati here in Youngstown, man. So you're welcome to Ohio. You got there's a guest bedroom with your name on it. Hey, man. Hey, man. We'll we, for sure, man. We'll figure it out. We'll make it happen, man. But. You know, that's where that's where the music comes from, man. That's why we go so hard. So, um, you know, 2024, man, we got a lot of things that's coming up. Um, you know, new cookbooks. Um, we just put out a Christmas. We put out a Christmas single. I'm going to send it to you. Uh, oh, cool. We just moving, man. You know, everybody, Red Breed got a solo album. Ion got a solo album. Terry got a solo album. I got a solo album. We working on a campaign album. It's, it's almost finished and done. So we moving in shakers, man. You know? <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what's happening, man. That's what's happening. So so you know I mean? people can get in touch with you at camp8republic.com, right? Yeah, they can get in touch with me at camp8republic.com. You can hit me on IG at chillybaby C H I L L E B A B Y. You can um you want to you want to autograph if you want to autograph cookbook, I'll autograph it for you. I'll send it to you. You can you know, you can cash out me direct. And I'll grab that thing, man. I'll put it in the I'll put it in the mail to you right away. It's just a blessing, man, to know that you can work, do hard work. And and you know, at the end of the day, when you think nobody's looking, the father's looking, and then the father got you because 
it's been a blessing, man, that um the people that have bought it and the comments that I got from it, and I really did it from scratch, bro. I did it, all the words, all the cooking, everything come directly texting from my fingers. And then my, my homegirl, Renee Artado, Renee Artado, man, she, um, she, he got, took all the pictures for me. So, so it was, it was, the chance is it's phenomenal, you know? So I'm, I'm just blessed to be able to be here, still be able to move after all these years, man. Absolutely. Well, I know that you're on a time crunch, brother. I appreciate the time that you gave me. I appreciate you sharing your testimony. Uh, people are, are going to go to camp8republic.com. They're going to get all things. It really is a well put together website. So everything Gospel Gangsters, everything that Camp 8 is doing and from the streets yeah. to the kitchen is on point. So I appreciate you. Sure. I know this won't be our last conversation on this, but, you know, we share birthdays. So I'll be calling you. You, you already know, you already know, man. <laughs> hey, but yo, and we, we, it what? It's a few months for us, man. A few all. months. That's right. That's a few right. Months, we'll be man. turning the and corner we in the again. Game. We in the game. <laughs> yeah, we return the corner again, man. Man, I, I appreciate you, Jerry B. Muffet, for everything you do, man. From the music side to the tech side, especially from us being around the same ages. You know, a lot of dudes in this game really don't have a clue what to do. But looking, at, you know, but checking out your, checking out your your um your podcast and everything like that guys that's older in the game can get a lot of tech pointers and get a lot of pointers from what you got going on man so i, I really appreciate you bro especially because i checked you out you know what i mean absolutely and we got to give love to brandon david who uh introduced us put that For together sure. man on the tech tip man so man, brandon, the whole, the whole the whole, block, the whole blockchain, man. That's right. The whole blockchain, man. <laughs> That's right. He's making it happen, man. But many blessings to you, brother. Man. And uh, we, we're going to talk man. soon. Appreciate you. Yes, we Love you, bro. Much you. love to you. Much love. That's right, Chili Baby from the legendary Gospel Gangsters. I tell you what, you got to visit camp8republic.com. And you have to order from the streets to the kitchen. The cookbook itself will make you hungry. And when you try out some of the sandwiches that are in there, it's just off the chain, on point. I want you to like this video, but not only like it, you got to share it. You got to share it. I told you this was the off the chain. This was not the run of the mill episode, and that's all good. This is a brother who's lived that life. And has lived to tell about it and how God changed his life. Touch somebody with that video. Share it. Subscribe to this channel. My name is Jerry B. I am the Entree Musician. So are you. We'll see you again next time. God bless.